If you're ready to find God's calling for your life, or maybe you already know your calling, but you just aren't sure how to embrace it, then you came to the right place. Hi, I'm Shauna Parker. I'm a Christian motivational speaker, coach trainer, and coach for Christian women. My joy comes from helping Christians just like you discover your own unique calling through five core components, your spiritual gifts, your love language, passion-driven pursuits, aspirational goals, and heartfelt concerns. Get ready to take notes and embrace the change because friend, it's time to get serious about God's calling on your life. Whether you know your calling or you're still searching for your calling, this episode is a must listen to. Last week I was on a podcast. One of the questions that she asked me after we got done recording was, who all did you share your calling with? Immediately I knew I needed to do an episode on this topic. I feel like there's so much to unpack around this topic that I actually had to sit down and think about how I wanted to approach this. Coincidentally, it's been on my heart for some time. Therefore, what I will do is I will share a don't and then I will follow it up with a do. That way you know what not to do (laughs) and what to do instead. Also, I just want to add that if you have done any of these don'ts, it's okay. Please don't use this against yourself because all the don'ts that I'm about to share with you are don'ts that I have actually done and I learned from them. So that's why I'm sharing them. Okay, the first don't is don't run out and tell everyone your God-given vision. Trust me, I know firsthand how exciting it can be to share the good news, but not everyone is going to see it that way. Even if you were leery of what God is asking, I would still stray from telling everyone. I know you're probably thinking, I can't even tell my spouse. What about my best friend or my mom? Honestly, I would not say a thing to friends or family. I will get to the spouse in just a second. But here's why. When God puts something on your heart, you need time to soak it up. You need time to understand clearly what it is that God is asking you to do. I think way too often, and I'm guilty of this, we jump to the conclusion too soon and we say things like, it was God, he wanted me to do this. Only to find out afterwards, (laughs) it wasn't God at all. (laughs) And then we are the ones looking like a silly little duckling who lost their way. And just so I'm clear, I do believe you should tell your spouse. However, if your spouse has a reaction that discourages you, then I suggest not sharing anything else about your God-given vision with them. My reasoning for this is because if you become discouraged and your spouse is not supporting you, you will eventually give up to please them, which means you are putting them before God. Instead, continue to do what you feel God is leading you to do. And in the process, make sure that you are supporting them through both your love languages and theirs. For example, my top two love languages are words of affirmation and acts of service. Although my husband has never taken the quiz, I believe that his love languages are physical touch and receiving gifts. I say this because he's always caressing my arm when we watch TV, or he's constantly 
giving me hugs and kisses. And he loves to buy gifts. I not only show my love languages to my husband, but I also make sure to include his love languages as well to show that I support and love him. Therefore, if you need your spouse to support you and be on board with you, then give them more of what they need and you will get more of what you need in return. Also, instead of sharing your vision with others, including your unsupported spouse, simply show them. Because friend, actions speak louder than words. All right, ready for the second one? Don't do what others tell you to do if you feel strongly otherwise. Again, (laughs) I am guilty of this. When I first realized that coaching would be my how, how I would encourage and inspire and motivate others, I shared with several people almost immediately this vision of being on stage and inspiring others. And I also shared how I wanted to do something pro bono for single parents. Like at least twice a year, I wanted to offer coaching that they didn't have to pay for. Kind of like a scholarship or something. Which is funny that this is coming up because I just realized I could actually offer this in the mentorship. See how good God is? He, he literally works in such mysterious ways. Okay, <laughs> that caught me off guard. Back to what I was saying. I had this vision on my heart. I know it was from God because it was a part of my heartfelt concern. And it was a very strong feeling that just would not go away. However, when I shared this vision with others who were coaching or mentoring me at the time, they would always respond with, well, that's great, Shauna, but you need to get some money coming in first. And I seen their point of view. But I also felt very strongly about this. I sincerely believe that by listening to them and and not doing what I felt like God was asking me to do, it caused my coaching business to lag in the very beginning. Instead of listening to others' opinions, instead, do what you feel God is asking you to do, even if it goes against the grain. For example, If you're a coach and everyone keeps telling you, go out and meet people and make offers, but you feel strongly about starting a podcast and creating lead magnets for Pinterest, do it. If you're in sales and your integrity is being challenged and you feel like God is asking you to leave, even though you don't have another job lined up, do it. Disclaimer, by the way. Do not quit your job and say, Shauna told me to. (laughs) I I would only encourage someone to leave their job if they knew 100% that it was God asking them to do so. And again, there are so many ways to know if it is God. There's coincidences, there's confirmations, but that's a whole nother topic. All right. The third don't is don't ask for permission from people at your church, or even your pastor. I know someone listening to this probably just gasped for air. (laughs) And if that is you, hear me out. Okay, I believe somewhere in the Bible, and I'm not even sure if it does say this in the Bible or not, 
to seek guidance from elders in the church. I just remember hearing this from someone, to be honest with you, because I've never actually read it anywhere. Not that I can remember anyway. I'm currently reading through the Bible and I'm now in Acts. Honestly, don't remember reading that anywhere. As a matter of fact, I went to Google when I decided to record this episode and I just wanted to see if I could find a verse on this. And the only verses that came up all seem to say the same thing over and over, which is trust God, go to God for guidance, be led by God. God is your guiding light. It was literally verse after verse about how we're supposed to go to God first and foremost. And then when you think about it, all the people in the Bible, like Abraham, Noah, Moses, even the disciples, none of them went to someone else, such as a pastor or an elder, looking for permission. Now, if it is in the Bible that we are to seek out guidance from elders in the church, then you know that is absolutely fine. We need to do what the Bible says. However, this is just from my experience, seeking guidance from your pastor or an elder within the church isn't always the best option when it comes to your calling. So if you go and ask for guidance from other humans, you're going to get a human opinion rather than guidance. It's just a fact. Just like Joseph shared his, he shared God's vision with his brothers and became the black sheep of the family. You too could easily become the black sheep of your church. I'm not saying to never seek counsel because I do believe there are times in our, and I do believe there's times in our life when we do need to seek out wise counsel, such as a pastor or an elder. I just don't believe seeking permission or advice to move forward in your calling is one of those times. Unless you're being called into missionary or becoming a pastor or something specific within the church. 89% of Christians lack clarity around their calling. Therefore, they never even try to step out in faith to embrace that dream that God put on their heart. Therefore, what do you think will happen when you show up and you share your dream? They're going to shoot it down and they're going to cause you to become discouraged to the point that you too won't move forward. And I'm not saying all pastors or all elders are like, I'm just saying they are human too. See, when someone else refuses God's calling for their life, They will subconsciously, and sometimes consciously, try and defeat you out of their own regret. Who does she think she is to become a speaker? Or how dare he think that God is asking him to go into office? If we're being honest, which you know me, I'm pretty honest, I bet you've had similar thoughts. I say that because I've had these thoughts myself when someone has shared their calling with me. Of course, this was years ago before I became a coach, and I definitely was not living a Christian life. I was in a very bad place, but I can remember several times when someone would come to me, and I was even very encouraging back then. I was all about, what would you do if you could do anything, and why aren't you doing it? But there were those times when someone would come to me, and they would share their vision with me, and I would immediately have thoughts like that. Who do they think they are? Why would God call them to do, to do that? Not Why not me? The point is, we have all doubted someone's calling at one point or another. And just to make things a little bit more clear, 
our pastors have enough on their plate. Their job is to show up on Sunday and teach us the word of God, tell us what's wrong, tell us what's right so that we can stay on the right path. They are not your guiding light. They are human, just like you and just like me. They have opinions and they hear from God the same exact, the same exact way that we do. Whether that's through a dream or that's through the word of God or that's through thought that you have or a feeling. Believe it or not, they don't know everything. Unfortunately, God isn't telling pastors the calling he has for everyone in their congregation. Sometimes I wish he would, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. And I'm sure there's a reason for that. Instead, find a community of believers, like the Unique Calling Mentorship, where you are surrounded with like-minded Christians who want to find and embrace their calling. A place where you get coached around your calling, not talked out of it. A place where you receive encouragement, not discouragement. You get clarity, not more confusion. And you become convicted in your ability to represent your values and your principles, not condemned. As always, I will leave you with something to think about. Proverbs 29:25 says, It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you are safe. If you are ready to embrace God's calling on your life, then I want to invite you to take my quiz where you will discover how far along you actually are on this path. Whether you doubt your abilities, feel incapable of fulfilling God's purpose, or perceive yourself as unique, you can still embrace and align with your unique calling. Take the quiz by clicking the link down in the show notes.